next hack is for those little daily or weekly tasks that we all procrastinate doing. We just like conveniently ignore them day after day until they just don't get done. And the funny thing about these little tasks is that they're usually not even that big. It's something really small. Welcome to Thriving Teacher Talk. I'm your host, Jillian Fernandez. I'm a former teacher from New York turned full-time mom and teacherpreneur on a mission to help you create a profitable and sustainable income selling your teaching resources or services. I'm here to make your life easier by giving you the best advice, trainings, and mindset shifts to grow your business, and most importantly, save you time and sanity. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Thriving Teacher Talk. In today's video, we're going to be talking about motivation. A really common question that I get asked a lot about is motivation. I get asked how I find the time and energy and motivation to complete tasks to essentially like do so much. How do I find the time to be a mom, a teacherpreneur with a TPT store, run multiple courses, have a YouTube channel, podcast, and multiple social media channels, and keep the house clean and still have motivation to complete organizational tasks around my house. The first part of the answer is that I don't. (laughs) Please remember that everything you see online is always someone's highlight reel. And even though I try to keep things really honest and as real as possible as I can, you still don't see every moment of my day. And I'm not killing it every minute of every day. Just trust me. Now, the second part of the answer is that I've learned the importance of having a sense of purpose through my day. But like I said, I learned this. I haven't always been this way. It's been learned over lots of years. Before I resigned from teaching to be a full-time teacherpreneur, I spent over five years teaching while doing this as my side hustle. And I had just as much time in the day as everybody else. What I've really learned along the way is that your motivation can actually be hacked. There are tricks that I use every day to essentially hack myself and my brain to be more productive. And today I'm going to share with you all of these things. My number one trick about getting motivated and getting working is that the idea that the body in motion tends to stay in motion and a body at rest tends to stay at rest. And this means the best way that I get myself going is to force myself to move or to do things. Whenever I'm feeling unmotivated, lazy, or tired, and I don't want to get up and do something, I'll force myself to do a small amount of movement or work or some kind of task. This can be tons of different things. Maybe I'll force myself to do just one task on my to-do list. Maybe I'll go for a walk. Maybe I will do a 15 minute cleaning hack, which is when I set a timer for 15 minutes on my phone and I just speed clean for 15 minutes. Basically, I just force my body into motion. And I find that nine times out of 10, once I'm moving, the more that I move, the more my mind and body feel able to move and the energy just sort of compounds on itself. So let me give you a scenario. When I used to teach in the classroom, I would come home And what do you think the first thing I wanted to do was? I wanted to just sit down on the couch and relax, right? Like I just worked all day. Let me sit down for a second. But I found that if I had some things I wanted to get done, coming home and sitting down was literally the worst solution because I was taking a body that was in motion and I was making it a body at rest. And 90% of the time, if I slouched down on that couch, there was a good chance that I was still there an hour later. I was not moving. (laughs) I would be scrolling on Instagram or looking at Pinterest or whatever. We think to ourselves, I'm just going to relax for 20 minutes. But the truth is a body at rest, getting it back into motion is a lot more work than keeping a body in motion already in motion. 
I hope that makes sense. So instead, when I got home, I would use that momentum that I had to complete something. So at that time in my life, I'd usually like take our dogs out for a quick walk. Once again, nine times out of 10, when I got back from that walk, I found that I was more likely to keep that momentum to continue to work. So when you're sitting around and you're feeling lazy or you're feeling tired or you're feeling unmotivated, but you have things that you want to get done first, take that one small step to force your body into some kind of motion. My next trick is to visualize the end result of what you're lacking motivation to do. Sometimes just visualizing the completed task instead of thinking of each individual step can motivate me enough to get started as opposed to feeling so overwhelmed by all the steps that it's going to take to get me there. Not to mention that there have been studies that actually prove that the mind can't always distinguish between real events and mental ones. So what this means is that you can like legitimately just trick your mind or hack yourself. If you imagine yourself enjoying a task and finishing the task, you're more likely to enjoy the task and complete it. If you spend a lot of time sitting around thinking about how much work it's going to be and how long it's going to take, you're less likely to enjoy that task and you're less likely to complete it and just less likely to get started which is what you want to actually do. My next hack is to find ways to make your task more enjoyable. So for tasks that are particularly hard or tedious, which typically are the ones that are really hard to get motivated to do, I try to find ways to make them more fun. So I will listen to upbeat music and sometimes even dance party my way through boring tasks. Putting on some of your favorite music is an instant mood lifter. And I can promise you that dancing while doing the dishes is far more enjoyable than just like doing the dishes. Another thing that I really like to do is listen to good audiobooks or podcasts. This can make a tedious task go a lot quicker. Another thing that I've been known to do is give myself little rewards for completing tasks. Obviously, something I've shared with you in previous episodes is that I love a good afternoon hot cup of coffee. This is like my little treat. I get it every single day and I really look forward to it. So I often force myself to complete a task before I get to have my little hot cup of coffee. And it seems sort of silly to give yourself like little rewards, but it totally works. Heck, rewarding myself with tacos is probably my favorite of all. My next hack is one that I shared with you a lot because it really works. And that's doing a brain dump. A big culprit to not getting started is overwhelm. We have what seems like way too many tasks to do, and we don't even know where to start. Does that sound familiar? This happens to me all the time. Even with good planning and organization, sometimes we just get overwhelmed with tasks. And my best hack for doing all the things is just to brain dump. I probably do a brain dump at least once a week. The way that it works is you sit down and you literally dump everything out that's on your brain. Just write it down onto a sheet of paper. Everything you want or need to get done, everything you were thinking about doing, all the steps that you need to do, just keep writing until there's literally nothing left in your brain. And just this process of writing things down can help you take it out of your head and basically start to close the tabs that you have open in your brain. And once these tasks are down on paper, it's a lot easier to see them and prioritize them because you can really visualize them. So I like doing it with color. I'll go through and I'll highlight tasks as like need to be done right now, need to be done this week, this month, when I have time, when all these tasks are in your head, it's really hard to organize them and prioritize them because you can't visually see them laid out in front of you. So when you've written them down, you've taken these tasks out of your brain and you've prioritized them into like, okay, I'll do these ones today and these ones tomorrow. And you don't feel as overwhelmed. 
And it's a lot easier to get motivated and to get started because you're like, oh, I just have these two or three things to do today. I can totally do that. The next hack is for those little daily or weekly tasks that we all procrastinate doing. We just like conveniently ignore them day after day until they just don't get done. And the funny thing about these little tasks is that they're usually not even that big. It's something really small, like switching out your featured resources on TPT or writing an email to your email list or just responding to an email. So my little hack here is the next time you have this particular task that you always procrastinate because you know you have one <laughs> is to time yourself on how long it takes you to do it. I literally want you to set a timer on your phone and then complete this task that you always procrastinate and just see how long it takes. Because I find that very often these tasks actually take way less time than we think they do in our minds. And we realize that responding to an email can take literally less than 60 seconds. It can be a really great motivator in future instances when we realize that. You can say to yourself, okay, this is literally going to take me 45 seconds. And that makes it feel so much more attainable. And you kind of like don't dread it because you know it's going to take you less than a minute. Now, this is more of an organizational procrastination for me rather than business, but it has to all balance out, right? I used to always procrastinate taking the dishes out of the dishwasher. And then the sink would pile up and it would get full. And I despised looking at it. So one day I timed myself and it literally took me 48 seconds to unload the entire dishwasher. I was avoiding this task like it was the plague and it took me less than a minute to do it. And honestly, ever since I've timed it, whenever I go to start to place a dish or something in the sink, because the dishwasher is full, I say to myself, I can spare 48 seconds. I don't have an excuse not to do it. And now I just get it done. All right, my next hack is to take time to rest, but also don't overdo it. I feel like we can end up in this flip-flop narrative when it comes to productivity, where on one side, people are like, good things come to those who hustle. And on the other side, people like normalize not being busy all the time. And the truth is that's because it's very, very hard to balance all that out. It's a balancing act of hustling and also resting. Personally, I think that good things come to those who work for it. And I'm very much a believer in hardworking and putting in those hours. But at the same time, there is most certainly burnout. And I don't want you to overwork yourself to the point that you've burnt out. Trust me, I've done it. I think that it's important to take time to rest. And I also think it's easy for us to use this as an excuse. The big problem here is that we tend to look at rest as a reward, right? We worked so hard that we deserve to take a break or it was a long day and we just deserve to relax. And while I'm one thousand percent on board for giving yourself time to relax. This thought process obviously also makes work look like it's a bad thing and rest look like it's the good thing. It's like having to, you know, eat your vegetables and then afterwards you get rewarded with a cookie. My tip here is to shift your thinking from putting rest as the reward that you get. Instead, try to take pride in working hard so that completing a project or having a successful day at work becomes your reward. When you complete a task, make sure to celebrate it. Take a second to step back and enjoy the completed task so you can get that feeling of accomplishment. I'm personally a big believer that one thing that is extremely important in our life is a sense of purpose. Having purpose and a feeling of fulfillment is way better and way more rewarding than just taking a break. So take time to take pride in your work. You'll remember that feeling of purpose and that feeling of accomplishment and fulfillment, and it will help motivate you in later tasks to strive for that same feeling, as opposed to striving for being able to just take a break. Now, my next tip sort of goes off of the last one, and that is to illustrate progress. Our brains love progress and they love seeing progress and it can increase our motivation to keep going. 
So this is why I love a good to-do list. Take your list of to-dos, which you already have if you use my brain dump idea, and check things off as you complete them. Again, this is reminding ourselves of the hard work that we've done so far and rewarding our brain for being productive. All right, my next hack is to stop multitasking. Listen, I'm just as guilty of multitasking as the next person. And there's definitely a time and place to multitask. But that being said, it's not how you want to complete all your tasks. Even though it may feel like you're doing two tasks simultaneously, your brain is actually switching back and forth between the tasks in our brains. And our brains are not actually set up to work this way. Studies have proven that doing two tasks at once as opposed to separately actually decreases productivity by up to 40%. Another study showed that someone distracted by a phone call or an email while trying to complete a separate task temporarily lowers their IQ by 10 points. And the reason being is that every time your brain switches tasks, even though you feel like it may be milliseconds, you're forcing your brain to actually work harder. Every switch literally uses up glucose in our brains, causing us to tire quicker and earlier, essentially making you not perform at 100%. Long story short, even if multitasking feels like we're doing more, it's not actually more productive. Try to get in the habit of working on one task at a time and then moving on to the next. All right, my last tip. Sometimes you just got to roll with the punches, you know, and this last tip is actually perfect for that. For one thing, don't go exactly how you were planning. This hack is one of my all-time favorites, especially as a mom. I use it all the time because things just don't go how we anticipate. Unknown things come up, which can stand still our motivation. So my trick when needed is to just hit the reset button. Declaring a new first start is one of my best hacks when I'm in a rut, when I'm faced with some failures or some setbacks throughout the day or the week, and I'm feeling frustrated or down. Here's the thing. We tend to just wait for a special time to hit restart. We wait until Monday to start a new diet or until January 1st to start a new resolution. The reason people do this is because these are basically very concrete time markers that indicate past versus present. And looking at time this way with that distinction of past and present allows us to disconnect from the past setbacks or failures and say, oh, okay, that's behind me. It's over. And you can look forward with a new and more positive outlook. But here's the real hack. You don't need to wait for one of these concrete time markers to do this. There is no real difference between starting fresh in the morning versus starting fresh literally right this very second. The only difference is our perspective of it. You can literally start fresh at any time. It does take a little bit of practice. It's something I've been working on for quite a few years now. And I find now that I can almost immediately hit that refresh button at any point and get that same renewed feeling that other people might get from waiting to start fresh tomorrow or starting fresh on Monday. The process goes a little bit like this. Step one, acknowledge that you need to reset. Say, okay, today is going downhill. You know, my toddler threw their breakfast everywhere. I spilled my coffee all over myself. I didn't get to do the dishes like I wanted to. This project closed out on me. I lost all of my work. I didn't have enough time to work on X, Y, Z or whatever. Acknowledge that you're feeling like the day is going downhill or that you're feeling flustered or that you're feeling like you're in a rut. Then the second step is to say you're going to start fresh. Now you say, okay, this is my fresh start. It starts right now. What happened in the past is done. It's over. I can't go back and fix it 
but it's not going to weigh down on what's coming next. Just because those things happen this morning doesn't mean the rest of my day will continue this way. Starting now is a fresh start. Like I said, it's going to take a little bit of practice to do it, but the more you do it, the more you'll find how it works for you and the more successful you'll be at doing it quickly. When you first start using a mental reset button, sometimes pairing it with a concrete action can help. So maybe say, I'm going to run and get a cup of coffee. And when I get back from getting my cup of coffee, my reset starts, or I'm going to take a quick 10 minute walk and then start my reset. Again, it helps our brains distinguish the past versus the present. So we can move on and focus on the future and look at the setbacks as behind us. All right, my friends, that does it. Those are my 10 best motivational hacks. You can literally, in some instances, just hack your brain into being more productive and more motivated. And I hope that even if you use only one of these, it helps you feel a little more motivated throughout your day. As always, thank you so much for being here as we prioritize our growth. Be sure to head over to our Facebook group, Thriving Teacher Tips, and let us know your takeaways from today's episode. The link for that is in the show notes as always. I look forward to hearing from you. If you loved this episode, be sure to subscribe so you can catch all new episodes. Please leave a review if something resonated or even just send me a DM. It means the world to me to hear from you. Thank you for letting me into your business and your life today. We are going to love growing together as you create a profitable and sustainable income selling your teaching resources or services. I'm so honored to be here to make your life a little bit easier with the best advice, training, and mindset shifts to grow your business and most importantly, save you time and sanity. And I'll see you in the next one.